It's May 4, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYN Live. My guest says he likes the sound of his own voice. He doesn't like wearing winter coats in May, and I'm with you on that. And to say that he is passionate about the Boston Celtics would be a major understatement. He is the founder of CLNS Media, and he is the co-host of the Showtime podcast with Michael Cooper. This is Nick Gelso. Nick, how are you, man? Jimmy, man, middle of the NBA playoffs, and I get to take a break from talking hoops to come talk some stupid stuff with you, man. I'm psyched. Exactly why I do it. I could take a break from pro wrestling. You could take a break from the Celtics. We could just talk about some stupid shit. Now, I have to ask you a question out of the shoot. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I'm in Toronto, and so you know the Raptors are my team. Isn't Michael Cooper a former Laker? And <laughs> and 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 if he is, isn't there like a massive like longtime rivalry with the Lakers and the Celtics? Like how the hell did that happen? Oh man. Well, the, because for many years I ran our entire network cover Boston sports, really all sports, but heavy influence in Boston. We're in all the locker rooms, producers, cameramen. And I had a a very big relationship with NBA legends. I do a lot with the NBA Retired Players Association, a lot of retired players over the years. And Coop was a good friend based on our mutual hatred of each other's teams. (laughs) So now it's turned into, you know, because the NBA fan, like we're the boomers now. So like we, we kind of agree more than disagree, believe it or not. Awesome. Awesome. You know, it's good to know that two rivalries can come together. You know what I mean? Only awesome to hear. Awesome to hear. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'll ask you questions along the way. And guys, get into your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air. If you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution anytime you want, and we'll read your question or statement on the air. Nick, I say this every single time. It is so hard to whittle down these stories to seven because there are so many. But uh, I did my best to find seven good ones. You ready to go? I'm ready, man. Let's go. Start the clock. Start the clock. Let's start (laughs) with story number seven reported by UPI.com. All right. So the Blackpool Zoo in England, they posted a job opening seeking applicants for the position of seagull deterrent. That's the actual job title, seagull deterrent. Their task is to keep the seagulls away from the visitor dining areas because they try to steal the food. But there is one particular requirement in order for the right person to get the job. Nick, what is the special requirement that you have to agree to to become the seagull deterrent? Not feed the seagulls? (laughs) That is an excellent answer. Excellent answer. But no, you have to be comfortable wearing a bird costume. Look at this thing, and this is real. Oh, look at that. Yes, that looks like the Philadelphia Eagles mascot. (laughs) There you go. It kind of does. Wow, not really. That (laughs) That looks like wearing maybe a condom or a garbage bag. I don't know which. (laughs) I don't know, but it is legitimate. They're wearing glasses. They almost look like you a little bit, but that is legitimate. If people are interested, go to (laughs) blackpoolzoo.org.uk because that is real. How would you feel, Nick, about wearing that thing on the job? In high school, our mascot was an eagle, and I did not wear the outfit. So, but if I was getting paid, man, maybe if the money's good enough, I'll be a bird, Larry Bird. <laughs> ah, 
clever one clever one all right well for every story that we do i try to ask a question that's somehow related to it and so my question with this one is what is the worst attire that you ever had to wear at a job that you dreaded putting on when i was uh, a bus boy at 13 years old we had to wear now this was maybe appropriate back in the early 90s but we had to wear a tuxedo with a cummerbund, you know, and yep. a bow, green bow tie, <laughs> and it had a ruffle ridges, you know, down here. So that's probably the most embarrassing thing that wasn't Halloween related. Awesome. So when you weren't working, you're ready for the prom. I just went right to the prom. Right to I the worked. prom. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Amazing. We catered the prom. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, some, you'd probably be at the prom. And they'd be like, hey, get back to work. Get back get to back work. Get back here. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to story number six, reported by the Washington Post. All right, this is good. So there was a Netflix documentary. It, re- it was released this year called The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker. It's about a guy named Kai Lawrence. He went viral for a news interview that he did in 2013, but he was later convicted of murder in 2019. In that documentary, they aired a photo montage. You know, they'll put up these photo montages and they got like a narrator talking and stuff. So they put up a photo montage about Mr. Lawrence. One of those pictures has gotten Netflix into legal trouble. Nick, what was it about one particular photo that got Netflix in hot water? Oh, man. I have no idea, man. I mean, <laughs> did he have like a, I don't know. Was it like a mannequin, dead mannequin with them? I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I like to leave these open, open-ended because I want to see how creative is a person going to get. But That's very open-ended. The guy, the reason Netflix got in trouble is because in one of the photos, the guy in it wasn't actually Kai Lawrence. It was somebody completely unrelated. We have a picture from the montage. Look at this. So this, you can, you can probably tell that that is the Netflix that, screen. Yeah. That montage in the background, the photo on the right, that was taken from Instagram. That is somebody else named Taylor Hazelwood. No idea, <laughs> no idea why Netflix used his likeness. He got wind of it, and now he is seeking Get at paid. least a million dollars in damages. Nice. Yeah. Get how would guys. you feel? How would you feel if you're sitting there doing your podcast with Michael Cooper and then some you get a text message saying, Netflix just put a picture from your social media in this documentary about somebody else. How would you feel about that? I'd say, Coop, I gotta go. I gotta call my lawyer right now. <laughs> gotta call my lawyer. No. <laughs> I'm suing, baby. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's because the guy Net- was a long haired guy with a hatchet. Please do it, Netflix. Please. <laughs> that way I get the million. <laughs> Maybe it depends on what the documentary is about. It is about, yes. Ah, a million dollars is a million dollars, man. No, I'm You'll take kidding. it no matter what. You'll <laughs> no take matter it no what. matter what. <laughs> there, there, there's a pedophile named Mick Gelso, and you're like, yeah, million Soon dollars. for defamation. That's a double whammy right there. <laughs> Likeness, defamation. Man, this is like a Trump case already, a Trump trial. He's racking it up. <laughs> yeah, He's man. ragging it up. <laughs> All right, easy question for you in this one. Have you ever yeah, right. hitchhiked, Nick? I have not, but never as a as a child, my grandmother, my parents yelled at her in a nice, polite way because she would pick up hitchhikers, and I was like six in the back of the car sitting yeah. next to the hitchhikers. <laughs> the late eighties, it was yep. the late eighties. Safe then. Yeah, I <laughs> I've gone through the same thing. My mother used to pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, I mean it was like insane. They would just yeah. Graham would pull over in the Cadillac and open the door. Come on, where right. are you going? Are you kidding? Could you imagine that today? Oh, 
there's no way. I mean, the only thing now is it's easier now because you got social media now. If you need to ride in a pinch, you know what I mean? Uber, I remember there was one Uber. time Ricky Gervais was in Toronto one time and he put on his uh, on his social media that he was lost in Toronto and somebody went and picked him up. Although that could still be a bad situation because if they yeah. don't like Ricky Gervais, you know what I mean? Could go bad. They, you it know? could go bad. I don't, I don't pick anybody. I mean, I barely get in an Uber these days. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm checking the license plate three or four times. I'm holding up the phone with the light so they know it's me. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. We're in a different place. We're in a different mm-hmm. place. All right, reminder, guys, get into your Super Chats to get your question or statement right on the air. If you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution at any time, and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. Let's move on to story number five. Reported by the Columbus Dispatch. Okay, so Vinton Township in Ohio, they underwent an audit and they discovered that a town official, the guy's name is Cy Veerstra, he had stolen public money totaling nearly $300,000 and he used that money for something pretty specific. Nick, what did Mr. Veerstra use those town funds for? To pay off all the politicians at election time not to come to Ohio. No, I wasn't in there. Even though he is a politician. Oh, shit, man. Well, then he was just keeping (laughs) them away. But really, that doesn't even matter. 300000 doesn't get a politician anywhere, man. He did it to get people to come to his farm? I don't know. I've never even been to Ohio. You kind of sort of nailed it. He opened his own zoo. There you go. We got pictures. Good for you, man. We got pictures. Put them up, What's the prize? All right. There he is. Now, I don't know which one is Cy Vierstra in this photo necessarily. So yeah. he, he called it the Union Ridge Wildlife Center in Wilkesville, Ohio. He pled guilty to five felonies, including theft in office and tampering with records. He got just under five years in prison, and he oh. also has to pay back $340,000. The zoo was closed, and the animals all had to be rehomed. Oh, I always, these animals, they look so happy. Well, they do in the moment. Maybe they yeah. don't now. <laughs> you know? I, mean, I always I always have to wonder, like, how do these people not think that they're going to get caught? Like, how do they not think that they're going to get caught? Like where they're taking these pictures smiling. He might as well just hold up his like uh, his election card, his, his, his business card that he's the, the whatever he is there. Yeah. Next one. Next one. I just can never get how they don't. You know, how does he not think I'm going to open up this this? I guess it was somewhat elaborate zoo and no one's going to question where the money came from. Well, not to mention he has like a shirtless with like snakes wrapped around him, right? There's monkeys in his face. I mean, if that's not attention getting, I don't know what is. Uh, I not surprising. He not had surprising it coming in 2023. Not surprising. Yep, it's true. Okay, now I'm not suggesting that you would steal the money, but if three hundred thousand dollars fell into your lap today, what would you spend it on? The poor. No, I mean, oh, that was a good one. See, like that. <laughs> no, now we're laughing. No, you can't I, I go def- there and then say it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Scum to the poor. I would definitely, but the, I would probably. Uh, I would. I don't like cars. I'm not a big car guy. I, I maybe I'd buy a boat. I live on Boston Harbor, right behind me. Maybe okay. I'd buy a boat for the harbor. Interesting. Interesting. Do you have Celtics? Not enough. Tickets? It would be. It would be a rowboat. No, we. <laughs> uh, we have all access, so we go wherever we want every game okay okay so we don't got, pay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. we pay the guys it. to go <laughs> you, awesome amazing yeah all right let's move on to story number four reported by Peta pixel 
This is interesting. So a wedding photographer in South Africa. The guy's name is Lance Romeo. I'm going to go ahead and guess that's not his legal name, but Lance Romeo. He was contacted by a woman whose wedding he had shot back in 2019, right? So he took her wedding photos back in 2019. She had a problem, and she was hoping that he would help her settle her problem. Nick, what do you think the problem was? She got a divorce. She hates her husband, and she wants him erased from the pictures. You are very, man, you are good at this. Some people are good at this, and Nick Gelso is good at this. So Shut she did, She did get a divorce, but she didn't want the guy removed from the photos. She wanted her money back, and we have a screenshot of their text conversation. Look at the top, she says. I don't know if you still remember me. You did Photoshop for, for me 2019. She said, now I'm divorced. Those pictures, my, my ex-husband, I don't need them anymore. I need a refund for the amount we paid because we don't need them anymore. She so the actually pic- said this. Oh my God. <laughs> she actually said this. And the guy was like, this has to be a joke, right? I'm sorry to hear you and your husband divorced, but as you can probably figure out, that's not going to happen. What do you think of the balls on this request? I used to be in the restaurant business. No request is, is uh, too crazy. I'm not surprised. Uh, the, the funny thing about it though, is the interaction, right? Because he's like, Hey, how are you? I remember you, of course. And she's uh-huh. like, hello, dear. Give me my, my effing money back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I remember, you know, I'm, I'm an older guy. So I remember the movie fast times at Ridgemont high. Of course. yeah. And there's too, a scene, man. there's a scene in that movie when the, the guy at the fast food joint, he eats almost the entire <laughs> meal and then he goes to get a refund for it. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy, this has happened. I had one one couple that used to come in all the time, like once a week. Once a week, they'd send the food back. We were a popular place. Very, you know, it was, we had very rare, rare complaints, but they wanted to talk to me. So I go out of the kitchen. I said, Nick, what are you recommending tonight? I said, I'm recommending you close your menus and go across the street to Bistro Bistro and complain. Wow. I sold the restaurant. I sold the restaurant three months later. That was the determining factor to get out of the restaurant business. I think wow. you get your menus. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you were done good. with customers. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, Man. sometimes the complaints when they'd eat it all and then complain. Yeah. You never knew. It's not even on the plate. You never knew it was overcooked. You ate it all. That's right. That's right, man. You you kind of answered my next question. So my next question was going to be, have you either demanded a refund in a situation where you didn't deserve it? Or did somebody demand a refund of you? So you've already answered kind of the second yeah. part. Have you ever demanded a refund in a situation where maybe you didn't deserve it? No, no, I haven't. But I have recently since the pandemic, that customer service is so bad. I have taken the fall and become a reviewer i now leave oh, reviews you do I leave reviews I, I you know what i think people have to be accountable i mean everywhere you go i don't know up in canada but in the states if i go to a reek like the corner market right now and buy i don't know a bag of doritos the thing asks for a tip everybody <laughs> wants a tip today yes. so if i'm gonna have to tip you you're gonna be accountable that's like uber <laughs> I complain about Uber all the time because you get in the car and believe me, I love people from, from any country. Diversity is wonderful. If you don't speak English, that's fine, but don't drive the car for me. If you can't read GPS in English, (laughs) I have had it where people have said to me, how do you get there? And I'm like, what? That's why I hired you. <laughs> Review. Stop. 
I will say, I will say in their defense, sometimes they ask because they think you might know a, sh- a shortcut. Sometimes, that, no, I mean, they could barely ask. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, whoa, wait a minute, pull over me. <laughs> this ain't gonna <laughs> happen. You know, here I'm, I was covering the NBA, so I'm like, I'm in another city. It's like, I, I don't know where I'm going, and they're asking me for directions. No, thank you. One star. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I think we need to move on yeah. to story number three. Let's do that. Let's move on Let's to story number three. Reported by the BBC. Okay. Nice. So there's a marathon. There's a marathon runner in the UK. Her name is Josia Zakrzewski. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name right. Josia Zakrzewski. She finished third in the 2023 GB Ultras Manchester to Liverpool race. But there was a problem, and she ended up getting disqualified. Nick, why did Miss Zach Rizuski get disqualified from that race? She never registered for it and just raced, just showed up and ran. That would have been better. No, she decided to use a, <laughs> she used a car to drive part of the way. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> Maybe it was my Uber driver. Maybe it was. Maybe my Uber it was. <laughs> we have pictures of the non-winner. Here she is. There she is right there. Sitting down, sitting down, like in the car. (laughs) She got caught. Here's the best part. She got caught because tracking data showed that she had reached superhuman speeds of 35 miles per hour. (laughs) She claimed that her actions were not malicious. She said she got pain in her leg. A friend drove by, so she hopped in. She says she decided to carry on in a non-competitive way. But here's the thing. She was photographed wearing her metal, Nick. And so if you were only doing it, there she is right there. She's wearing the medal. If you were only doing it to carry on in a non-competitive way, why the hell are you wearing the bronze medal, Nick? Yeah, I mean, and that smile just, even my dog's pissed off. You hear my dog barking? <laughs> I mean, that, that smile she has on, it's not, not so sincere. It's pretty amazing that, that she just would not fathom that maybe hopping in this car is not the way to go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, or she had it all planned and... You know, she's lying now saying she didn't mean it. I, I don't know. I don't know either. Okay, so here is a moment of honesty for you. Here's a moment of honesty. Mm. Have you ever cheated at something, whether you got caught or not? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I have to say in school, maybe I cheated on a quiz or two. You know, I might have been given the answers at one point, but not in many years. I cheated okay. at golf. I did cheat at golf when I used to play. How? How would you do that? I'd pull a point off here or there, you know, ah. give myself a mulligan, a mulligan once in a while. You know, sometimes tee off from the ladies' tees. Okay. Were you playing for money? <laughs> Were you playing for money? No, 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 I'm just kidding. Ah. No, but we would play for drinks or dinner at the club after, you know. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, golf yeah. anymore. I got caught. To, no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't remember <laughs> even cheating. But I'm sure I did at one point or another in school. So I used, to, I, used high to, school. I used to play online Scrabble with coworkers. You cheated. There's websites you can go to where if you plug in your letters, you plug in your letters, it'll spit out the words. And I would hear my coworkers muttering in the office, bitching and complaining about Wait a Jimmy, minute. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy always wins. Is it words with friends? Because I think I know. I think I had the same hack. Maybe I did cheat. Ah. I think I had the same hack. And it give me the answers. That was many years ago. Yeah, one of them figured it out because all of a sudden they were coming up with seven, seven letter words too. So I knew <laughs> you you're not it. a scholar. You figured shit out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. Final reminder, get in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air over to KYNchat.com. Leave a contribution at any time and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. 
we are whipping through these, man. Let's go to story number two. Rapid fire. Reported by uh, Wonderwall. Okay, this is good too. So residents in Tampa, Florida, they got freaked out one night when they saw strange lights in the sky and it was the cloudy Florida sky. And they saw these strange lights up there. Many of them were quick to believe I'm seeing a UFO right now. There is a UFO up in the sky, but they figured out later what it really was. Nick, what do you think those lights were in the sky on that cloudy Florida night? Chinese spy balloons. That might've been a little better. No, they were actually from a Taylor (laughs) Swift concert. Oh, that's all. (laughs) Here is a clip. This is a clip that was shot by one of those befuddled residents. Holy sh! They're coming for you, Tony. I told y'all motherfuckers. No, they're coming for me. What the f is that? Get the f that is not Taylor Swift. The echo is scarier than the lights. The echo in their voices, the reverb or whatever they had on is scarier than than the lights. That did look like a UFO, by the way. Oh, you think it did? You think it did? Yeah, it, more, it didn't look like I wouldn't have been like, that's from a concert. That's for sure. I, I would have been like, you know, is that a UFO? I would have thought maybe it was like a <laughs> helicopter shining lights down or something. There was no noise, so it couldn't have been a no. plane. No, yeah, you couldn't you know? hear the noise. First, I should say that that clip was courtesy of your Tampa Bay realtor on TikTok. And the best part of that clip was that somebody actually said, that must be from the Taylor Swift concert. I know, I heard it. I heard that. That <laughs> was the best part. Like, no, nah, that's not from the Taylor that's Swift That's not concert. from Taylor Swift, no. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I was camping out with my brother, and me and my brother, my brother and me both, together at the same time, saw UFOs. No lie. You're it convinced you saw UFOs? I'm sure it was, yeah. I mean, this is going like? back... It was like, not, it was like that, but further back, but just moving really fast back and forth across the sky. I don't think I'm, well, you could think I'm crazy, but I'm telling the <laughs> truth here. My brother, he's a, an attorney. Like he's a very successful, prominent guy. He will admit it too. Yeah, we both saw it. We looked at each other and went, you know what I'm saying? Really? Like we were like, yeah, I was probably like 12. He was probably 17. And Sixteen. You, you, saw, you know what? So my next question, it's it's amazing. You and I are in sync on this podcast because like, I like this. like you predict my question. My yeah, I know. Question was, <laughs> my question was gonna be, do you believe any in any paranormal phenomenon? Yes, like poster UFOs? It. You believe in yes. all of it? Yeah, I well, I mean when I'm saying like I believe in how I lived in a haunted apartment when I was eighteen. Dude, this is we need a whole I'm learning show. stuff about Nick Jelson. We we today. would need a whole show, baby, to go over this one because <laughs> it was wild. All I know is I didn't live there anymore, but it was definitely one hundred percent, no doubt in my mind, haunted. What happened? How? Dude, there's not enough time. I mean, uh, <laughs> the bed shaking, uh, all the what? cupboards would be open. I'd get up in the morning, all the the scariest one ever was it was a clean place, right? And I was taking a shower, and all all of a sudden, like eight cockroaches came up from the drain. And I, it, this is going back. I was eighteen, so it was like in the BC times. Um, that was so bad. Once, uh, well, I used to like see things out of my eye, like the corner of my eye, which we all do that, so you don't think too too much. Um, the sink would be on. Um, my bed would shake, man. It was, it was a haunted house. So 
to make a long story short, after living there about six months, the reason I moved in there is because my mother threw me out of my house. <laughs> I won't even say why. Six months later, she finally comes to visit. And I've been living there six months. This was about two months after the cockroach fiasco in the shower. She uh, went to wash her hands in the bathroom sink. I wasn't in there with her, but I hear her scream. I go into the bathroom. There was a giant water bug cockroach about this big. Now, this place, like I said, was clean. Uh She said, you are out of here. Left that day. Left all my shit there. Never went back. Really? Dude. Was it it like a disgruntled ex me? Maybe a disgruntled ex was. (laughs) Yeah, underneath the sink, putting cockroaches. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) She's like kicking the bed underneath. No, and the craziest thing was, it was actually, the apartment was a a four-story, and I was in the attic, so it's not even, like, they liked the ground. So, like, you know, it was far away. One other story real quick. It was a really, really stormy night, and I came home from the bar. Yes, I was feeling no pain, but I went to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night scared shitless because the ceiling block fell down on top of me with water. So there was a, I thought there was a leak in the roof, right? So I moved over. I wasn't scared. I moved over to the other side of the bed or yeah, the other side of the bed, moved the bed over and went back to sleep. I was half drunk. I get up the next day. I called the landlord, the landlord, you know, I never heard that the roof's intact. We just put a new roof on it. Let's check it out. So they go up there. The next day he calls me up, says, you won't believe this. This is a huge building. The water traveled along the beam in the attic, across the building, and only dripped right over where your bed was. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe it was a disgruntled ex, but I think it was definitely Casper. Hmm, It was a ghost. So what I found out after the fact was a nun lived there with an adopted kid and something where the nun got disgraced or she had to leave the, the, the convent. She ended up dying. And that, that's the story. Wow. That's what I heard. So yeah, it's crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Never do that again. So aliens are not out of the realm of belief for me, especially now. I mean, it's on TV all the time. They're, they're, the government is finally kind of admitting it. Mm. Yeah. I don't disagree on aliens. I mean, the universe is too big. So I, so I don't disagree with that. Disagree on ghosts. When infinity isn't too big, Jimmy? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, maybe I'll tell my wife, hey, let's watch The Sixth Sense again this weekend. Oh, what a maybe. what a great movie. Kind of feel like getting there now. Yeah. All right, we are down to going. story. We're down to story number one, reported by the Indian Express. Wait, I'm Jimmy, like, didn't I just give you story number one, The Haunted House? You, you know what? This is story 1B. <laughs> All right. <laughs> story 1B, and I'm leaving you with, uh, I can't wait to get your thoughts on this one because you've been mm-hmm. pretty spot on with some of your guesses. So this is reported by the Indian Express. As climate change carries on and the world slowly heats up, some places are feeling the brunt of it more than other places, and India is one of them, right? India is heating up. There is a homeopathic doctor from India. His name is Shashil Sagar, and he came up with a way to cool down his car so that the inside temperatures don't get dangerously high in the summer. Because you can imagine in a hot place like India how hot the inside of the car would get. He came up with an idea to cool it down. Nick, what ingenious idea did this homeopathic doctor come up with to cool down his car? I need, I need a, a little bit of clarity here. So it was, first of all, what, what kind of doctor is a homeopathic doctor? I'd have to Google it. Uh, I think he, he believes in like, uh, uh, you know, holistic alternative. Okay, okay, okay. And then is this to cool down the car when, it, when you're not in it? So when you get in it, it's not so hot? I think both. I think so that it's not so hot when you're in it. And I think it's- What about the air cool conditioner, man? Turn the air conditioner on. 
I don't know what kind of money he has. It's India, you know what I mean? That's true. Maybe he's going, you know, windows open. I, I, I don't know. I, Jimmy, you stumped me. Man, I, I got him on one of them. <laughs> All right. So in order to cool down his car, Mr. Shashil Cigar decided to plaster cow shit all over it. We've got a video courtesy of Root India on Instagram. I never would have guessed that one. So he calls it sunscreen for your car. Oh, he is says, "How done cool? I mean, is it cooling? I don't know, me. I don't know, but that's what that's what he claims. So he calls it sunscreen for your car. He says that cow shit coating can last for two months if it's not disturbed by water. If it rains, I guess you're in trouble, right? Yeah, shit's creek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think that this summer, if Boston gets really hot and you need Which to find does. a way to keep cool?" What do you think? I rubbed shit all over me, baby. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I, you know, I, I would not do that. But last your last week's episode, somebody was leaving cereal on the front porch of someone's house. Yes. And as the guessing was going on, I'm, I'm thinking, and your guest actually said crap with a, a birthday candle in it. And I thought he, they just left a bag of shit, you know, like, cause that was like what, you know, Prankersters used to do, yep. but it was Kellogg cereal, so it was nothing like that. So no, I would not wipe shit all over. No, <laughs> I I just sweat. That'd be fine. You just sweat it out. I would like no. to know how he got to that point. I'd like to know. You know, he's sitting there, man. It's really hot out because you know in India cows are sacred, right? They don't kill them. So how? Like, I wonder if there was maybe like a patty sitting in the middle of the road. Oh, you know, Ooh. like, like I'm to br- think- put the picture back up. It looked like he got a brush. I don't know, Rob, Rob. Are you able to put a picture up from that thing, or or put up a video clip with no audio? Are you able to do that? I'm I'm asking him on the fly to do this for us. It's okay. He's a wizard. If he can't do. He touched it. Did you see him touch the hood? Oh yeah. I mean, you got to get it on there somehow, right? I mean, it's maybe at this point it, it don't his shit don't stink anymore. Maybe at this point. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Something tells it's me that. It's got to be very hot there. If my wife complains about the heat in the summertime, I don't think that's the solution I'm going to go with. You know? <laughs> me either. No. You're not going to rub shit all over the house. Yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to cut heating or cooling costs, I don't really, know. There you go. All right. There I want to thank our guest, Nick Gelso, for doing this. Nick, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Yeah, Jimmy. I appreciate you having me. This was a blast and out of the ordinary. Like I said, it's the NBA, NBA playoffs. All I do are sports hits all day. I'm so tired of it. (laughs) So to come on here and talk nonsense was great, but people can find me at CLNS underscore Nick on Twitter, uh, Instagram, a mom, but I don't do too much there. Um, And then my, the, the sports company, CLNSmedia.com. And uh, then our, our digital broadcast media company is North station media here in Boston. That's about it, bro. Awesome. Well, this was a lot of fun. That's going to do it for KBN Live. Tune in next Thursday at 4 o'clock Eastern for more silliness. That's totally real. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for doing this, man. This is a blast. A blast. And I'll be back anytime. Anytime.